0: This is Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back only true Democracy in Talk Radio, of, for and by you, the people. We have two guests, as I think I mentioned earlier in this hour, the second of which is Brad Bannon, who joins me second hour in the program every Friday. I'm in Los Angeles, and he's on the East Coast today, Brad, in Boston or D.C. How you doing, buddy? Good afternoon.
1: Uh, In Boston, because the Red Sox have their home opener on Monday.
0: That's right. You are, I see on Facebook, all about the Sox. Go Sox
1: As a Beantown gal. Yep, um But you know good. what? But you know one. what?
0: What's more important to me than the Boston Red Sox is a woman that I hope will be our next president is supposed to be announcing her run for president, her candidacy, this Sunday, and that, of course, is Hillary Rodham Clinton.
1: Correct? Yeah, she's going to announce uh, uh, Sunday. It's going to be – they're doing things a little differently than most presidential candidates do. Uh, There's going to be no formal big speech uh, announcing her candidacy. Uh, She is going to uh, – they're going to have a video on the web uh, Sunday morning, I guess probably at midnight, uh, and she'll be flying and campaigning in Iowa. Uh, And when she's in Iowa, and then she goes to New Hampshire after that, uh, she's just going to sit. Uh, and talk and meet average people. She's gonna, you know, meet with some Iowa voters in a diner. Uh, so they're all going to be small events, and she's gonna she's going to be listening and listening to the voters. So it's a little bit different.
0: Now, a couple of things. Um, first of all, some people would say that the last time that she campaigned. That people felt she needed to be less like Margaret Thatcher, and they needed to see the kinder and gentler Hillary. That many of us, myself included, have uh, seen that warmth that comes through in person that has not transcended on that stage when cameras are rolling. Um, I have heard that these little meetings, more intimate, um, or are to make her more likable, more relatable, and if you will, even more trustworthy um, to voters uh, in uh, these, um, you know, caucus states. You know, certainly, uh, you know, swing states as well. Uh, do Do you think that's the reason? And as a Democratic strategist, do you think it's a good strategy?
1: Well, uh, the short answer is uh, yes, I do think it's a good strategy. Uh, Her staff, like you, uh, believe uh, that she does very well. She's very warm and forthcoming with small groups of people. So they made a decision, which is a sound one in my opinion, uh, to put her in settings where she's dealing with small groups of people. Uh, I think it's a very smart idea, and I think the best of Hillary will come out of it.
0: Do you think it's a good idea for them to announce in a different way uh, via social media and with a a video as opposed to having uh, the big splash with all the people and, you know, the speech? And I say that because she certainly could use uh, a little spike in her uh, favorability uh, based on the latest uh, ratings poll by uh, Quinnipiac, and we'll talk about that poll in a minute. Uh, But do you think that that's a mistake not to come out? you know, like like people do before a football game or before a Red Sox game since it's going to be opening day.
1: No, I, I think they're doing the right thing. What I've learned as a consultant, always play to the strength of your candidate. And Hillary does very much better uh, interacting with a small group of people than she does when she's standing on a stage, uh, you know, giving speeches. Uh, and, no, I think it's very sensible. I, it, you know, the reality is the press is going to follow Hillary wherever she goes. She doesn't need to do a big press conference because the press will follow her wherever she goes.
0: Let's talk about that poll. Rand Paul uh, and I couldn't believe it, um, you know, uh, it is leading her in a couple of ways. And, of course, within the margin error, 1% in one state, 3% in another state, she's leading him in another. And and I was surprised that, uh, you, quite frankly, it's Rand Paul leading the GOP fray, because there are a lot of Republicans that don't like him because he is, uh, you know, can't decide whether Iran is a threat, talks about abortion but won't state whether or not he's in favor of abortion in the case of rape or incest. And, of course, he has a disastrous past about civil rights, is rude to the press, especially female, uh, females asking him questions, and, and doesn't want to answer tough questions. You know, with regard to his stance then in the past and now uh, on Israel, on Iran, on abortion, on civil rights, it's almost as if he feels anything in the past is off limits, and and that can't happen if you're running for president.
1: Well, yeah, uh, his – you know, his – he gave a nice speech the other day when he had his formal announcement speech in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, but after he finished that – He went on television uh, with Savannah Guthrie on the Today Show and made a total fool of himself. Uh, So, uh, yeah, I think Paul has problems. You know, this is the polling silly season. Now that the presidential race is starting, all sorts of colleges, universities, and newspapers are going to have polls. And you have no idea how the polls are done Uh, who's doing them, or whether they're legitimate. Uh, Last week, ABC News and uh, uh, Washington Post released a national survey, and I know what they do, and I trust their numbers. Uh, They had Hillary with double-digit leads over all her Republican opponents, and honestly, i put more credence in that than I would a college poll.
0: Okay, and why is that? Is it because of the market sampling group that is used in the college poll versus the other that you trust more so?
1: Well, that's part of the problem is you have no idea how they did the poll. I mean, when ABC re- elects a poll, they. So, so method- a-
0: methodology is an issue for you with that. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I mean, is- the other problem is, and God love them, but the people making the calls for Quimper College are card students, not trained interviewers. Uh, so I would take that poll with a grain of salt, or maybe two of them.
0: I think you raise a very good point, because one of the things that bothered me in the poll is it showed a majority of people said they didn't care about the email scandal, if you will, with regard to Hillary. Yet, her favorability, I wouldn't say it tanked, but it definitely, you know, it wasn't a free fall, but it certainly declined and greatly. Now, the, excuse me, her trustworthiness. Now, she's done nothing other than respond to the email scandal in order for Her to be judged with regard to honesty or trustworthiness. So either they were lying, or they didn't understand the question, or the question wasn't asked properly, or the right question wasn't asked. Uh,
1: Well, yeah, that's the issue. And, again, I am a little dubious with a lot of these college polls that come out. Um, And, again, I'll go back to the ABC national poll that came out last week. Uh, There are two issues for Hillary. Uh, For one thing, 62% of Americans said – they believe that Hillary Clinton is a strong leader. Uh, now, when they asked people whether Hillary was honest and trustworthy, the numbers drop down to the high 40s. So there is a gap there, uh, but you know she does get she, she may be, there may be questions about her honesty, but there are no questions about her leadership abilities. And I think in the last analysis, that's what's going to get her elected a president.
0: Now, a lot of people have talked about, regardless of their ideology, that she was going to run uncontested. Um, former Governor Chafee of uh, Rhode Island, who was a Republican, now a Democrat, uh, he seems to be feeling his way around. Elizabeth Warren, some people say, might run, although I believe her when she says she won't. And Senator Bernie Sanders doesn't seem to really be doing much in the way of looking to running. Joe Biden... Uh, looked uh, around, but Joe Biden can't, you know, really compete with her money raising wise. So, will she run uncontested? Will there be a couple of Democrats um, that put their name out there uh, in the in the weeks ahead? Uh, because at the end of the day, I think we both agree she's going to get this nomination contested or otherwise.
1: Well, yeah, she is going to get the nomination. I I don't know. Lincoln Chafee is a good example. Now, don't get me wrong, I'd love to have a Rhode Islander in the White House because I'm a native Rhode Islander, uh, but I don't think Chasey is serious. If you go to his website, uh, basically what he does on his website is selling his book he just published. Uh, he's not asking for donations. I think he's just using this as publicity uh, to sell his new book, personally. I don't think he's serious and about are
0: Speaking of that, Brad, I know that people get a lot of money when they won and raise a lot of money, and if you lose... You, you know, you don't have to give that money back. Am I correct in that? Because you've raised money and, you know, continue to raise money for
1: candidates who are running. Well, yeah, but the short answer is Lincoln Chafee isn't going to be able to raise any money. No, I mean, but what why,
0: I'm saying is... Why would
1: anybody fact, want to give exactly him money? Hillary's that. going to win the nomination. So know, why know, should you know, give money to a guy who's going it's to be in a
0: loser? If, in fact, there are some groups that are not favorable to Hillary, and there are some, you know, who maybe, you know, they just want to lose the Warren Sanders, they just want somebody other than Hillary that are willing to write a check. Does that person, once they've lost, have to return those funds?
1: Uh, they have to. If they receive funds, they don't have to return them, uh, unless they're federal matching funds, which they do have to return. Uh, but they, ha- if they use them, keep them, they have to use them only for political purposes.
0: So what happens if they lose and there's money left over because they lose early in the game and they don't burn through all the money?
1: Uh, well, basically, if they don't run for office again, the money isn't going to do them a lot of good.
0: Oh, so you can't use the the, the money for personal means? Because some no. people have talked about. Gee, I think some people just run for office as you know a, you know a career to get their name out there. Like you said, uh, for the publicity or entertainment. Do you think that she do you uh, uh, do you believe Elizabeth Warren when she says she isn't going to run?
1: Uh, you know, all I can say is uh, what Elizabeth Warren has said about 50 times, no. Um, a lot of a month ago, somebody asked her if she was going to run, and she uh, said to the reporter, you know, I'm going to start answering that question in a foreign language, because no one seems to understand no when I say no. So I, I have, she is not going to run.
0: Are you surprised that she didn't seem more supportive verbally, when she was on CBS and they asked her what she thought of uh, Hillary Clinton, if Hillary Clinton would be a good representative of the Democratic Party, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she said, well, one, we have to see what she's going to run, and two, we have to see what her campaign uh, is, is about. Uh, do you think she's just being you know, completely you know, honest with that, or do you think she's just not saying anything because she can't endorse a candidate that isn't yet a candidate?
1: No, I think she meant that. What Elizabeth Warren wants to do, I don't think she ever had any notion of running for president, but I do think she wants to position herself so that Hillary Clinton has to talk about the economic populist issues that that, uh, Senator Warren's concerned about. And I think she just wants to hover over Hillary, make sure she's addressing uh, the issues like uh, Wall Street, big banks, and everything. Uh, And if Hillary does that, uh, eventually uh, Warren will endorse her.
0: The NRA obviously did not have Hillary Clinton, but mentioned her name a lot. She probably should have thanked them and made sure they spelled her name right, uh, with all of the uh, potential uh, candidates and those who have already announced on the right for the GOP, except for Rand Paul, who's not a big fan of the NRA, fan of another uh, gun association. Uh, but uh, the, the, those people all you know, were knocking her if, in fact, she's going to be not just a nominee but an uncontested nominee because they said that hurts the political process. As somebody with
1: your experience, Brad, within the political process, is there some merit to that? I think, uh, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. Well, this is what I think. First of all, the NRA can attack Hillary until the cows come home. One thing I learned by this new national survey I saw last week, every time Hillary Clinton gets attacked by Republicans or conservatives, her numbers go up. And basically the reason they go up is Americans have heard it all about Hillary Clinton. They're they're tired of people saying bad things about her and attacking her. So they tune it out uh, when it occurs, and if anything, it makes them more likely to support Hillary. So if I was the NRA, I'd shut up because they're pushing Hillary's numbers up.
0: Okay, but a lot of people, even though they may not feel like you do, and, you know, I would tend to agree with you regarding the latest poll that doesn't show her with, you know, a huge lead in these battleground states, which are caucus states. Do you think that in the polls that come out in the weeks ahead, we're going to see those numbers change and rise, including trustworthiness and favorability, and in those states, not only because she announces, but because we're going to see polls by Others, such as those major polling organizations like Gallup or major network uh, polls as opposed to college polls uh, like Quinnipiac? Uh,
1: Well, the short answer to your question is yes. Uh, I think, uh, you know, two weeks ago after she's uh, announced and got a lot of national publicity on her terms, uh, I think her numbers are going to go up.
0: Do you think if she comes out with uh, the campaign people are alleging that's going to be uh, the central uh, and focal point of her campaign, which is being a champion for the middle class, that Elizabeth Warren will stand up and cheer and will back her very quickly? Because that's definitely the most important issue for Elizabeth Warren.
1: Uh, I don't think Elizabeth Warren's going to back her quickly. It wouldn't surprise me if Warren uh, didn't do anything until close to the Democratic National Convention next summer. Uh, but she will eventually endorse Hillary why, uh, why, you, why because she do doesn't have that? a choice you, uh, she's the only Democrat in town
0: why why do you Why do you think Elizabeth Warren would wait that long? Why do people
1: she is trying to hold Hillary's feet to the fire, uh, and she wants to keep up the pressure on Hillary as long as she can, so she forces Hillary Clinton to talk about populist economic issues, and Hillary will do that. Uh, and I think Warren will try to stay neutral as long as she can to keep her leverage, because once she endorses Clinton, she has no more leverage on what Clinton talks about in the campaign. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs.
0: Welcome to Firehouse.
1: Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver deliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax, limited time offer, prices may vary for delivery.